Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. I am super excited about today's episode and topic as I will be continuing on the subjects of teams. So last week, I discussed the benefits of team training, and today I'm going to branch off into how to empower your team to take action. It is amazing to find team members for your business who resonate with your studio's values, get along well with others at your studio, and have the skills to back it up. Having team members at your studio who follow instructions well and rules that apply to them is really integral, but an important aspect is also being able to take initiative and action. This can be anywhere from expressing ideas they have that may benefit the studio or you as a studio owner, or simply being more active within your business, like taking on a bigger role or taking a course or something to further their teaching or skills pertaining to their particular role at your studio. That being said, it isn't always 100% up to them to become motivated to take action, but sometimes it can be beneficial for us as studio owners and leaders within our business to really empower our team and to trigger their confidence to take action. So let's dive into today's show and I'll give you my top tips on how to do just this. Again, if you have any questions, be sure to jump into our Facebook group by heading over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash business of dance and you can chat away in there and I jump in there regularly. So let's dive into the show. one is to establish and earn trust. So with any form of relationship in life, there must always be a base of trust and it can take time to earn others' trust, especially if you, the business owner, have been, you know, maybe burnt in the past by employees who are possibly not a good fit for your studio or maybe did the wrong thing as well as for the staff member or the team member who may have had an employer who didn't give them the freedom and chance to excel. So there are many ways to establish this trust, but the best one I have found is communication. So you can communicate with them through all of the points I'll be discussing today. And something that really helps with that too is having processes within your business to be able to communicate about. And this has to start from the beginning of the hiring process as well, this communication. In your interview, you can really get a sense of them and how they'll be a good fit or possibly not for your business. And I really encourage you to listen to your gut. I would say 9.779% of out of 10 times if you truly just listen to your gut instinct it would tell you if this is a right or a wrong fit now I can guarantee every time that I've had a team member that's not worked out and I've never been like burnt per se it's always been someone who hasn't I've not had the best feeling about but I've kind of been a bit desperate at the time and obviously there's a time and a place and if you're desperate you're desperate and that's just life but I knew in my gut and possibly in my heart that it wasn't the right fit. So I really encourage you to listen to your gut. So again, when you're in the interview, really look out for this and try and figure out if you can see a future with them. And this trust can be earned as time goes on from others feeling really secure in their position at your studio, being given consistent tasks or even, you know, more responsibility or more hours and then 
when the communication is provided and improved over time. And with this trust, they can begin to express their truly like true authentic self and really start to thrive in your business in the area that they were always meant to thrive in. So whether that was that's teaching and another element, there's so many different avenues to being a studio owner, as you would know. And when they feel really safe to express their ideas, take initiative, you know, maybe actually make a mistake that's not going to be like the end of the world, you can really tell that that trust has started to be built. And that's really sort of a massive props to you as a studio owner for them being able and feeling safe enough to do that and from there you really start to see their potential really grow and thrive and probably what you saw in them from the beginning really start to emerge point number two is about praising effort so something as humans we all respond to really well is positive feedback and when it comes to praise in the workplace it doesn't necessarily have to be big in fact it's sometimes the little things along the way which can really help assist others to take action and you don't need to give someone a raise or a gift whenever they perform well in your business that isn't practical or always productive essentially but it is really simply letting others know when they're doing well or have done something exceptional and when you're thankful and when others know their hard work isn't going unnoticed they naturally want to strive to do more so something as simple as an email or pulling a team member aside and saying hey you did really well this week keep up the great work can go super far for their confidence as well as give them a chance to even step up even more and be sure to take notice of your team as they take initiative and perhaps even have a monthly or quarterly review on their performance which can be a really great way to get feedback from them as well. Point number three is all about being empathetic. So sort of stepping on from our last point, when others may have messed up or missed a deadline or simply are not performing their best before getting angry or sort of, you know, asking for answers straight away or questioning their ability, take a moment to see where they are coming from. Now, again, I'm not saying that there aren't inexcusable actions for team members you know to be let go or even given a warning if it's a constant thing there's this is something that needs to be addressed but if it's something small try to see their point of view first and at the end of the day as you all know we are all human and you never know if someone may be going through something really hard at the time that you're just not aware of and it's not about making excuses but simply being empathetic and if a staff member who is normally on top of their game does something out of character have a chat to them and see what may be going on and again I want to stress it isn't about having others get away with unprofessional behavior but simply really kind of instilling trust that others can come to you who you technically their boss or their superior and express if something is an issue or why they missed a deadline to begin with and it can even be as simple as someone needing to take a day or two off due to illness or stress and knowing that they can take that time off if they need be and when they come back can resume their duties as normal now that might seem a bit you know you might be needing the help so letting them have a few days off might seem crazy but if it's going to help you and them in the long run it's something to consider as well so again I encourage you to be honest with them that you understand and have them know what improvements needed to be made in the future if necessary point number four is all about setting clear expectations so being honest and setting clear expectations can be a big factor when getting your team to take initiative this can be expressed in 
a million different ways and you can set expectations based on you know creating benchmarks for your teachers within your curriculum where you need students to be technically by the end of the term or what exercises or sort of things you want them to do you can set expectations such as when choreography needs to be completed for your yearly concert or recital when the music needs to be chosen and edited dates and deadlines in relation to that You can have expectations for them as teachers or staff members as well. So how you want them to level up and develop their skills, whether there's a certain amount of hours per year you expect them to do on professional development or attending team trainings or other developmental strategies, as well as very clear expectations of their role. So whether you expect them to arrive 10 minutes before their teaching time or whether they need to wear certain clothes or whether they need to have, you know, submit their lesson plans or whether you just want to review them or whatever your expectations are, make them clear. And when there is an issue, how would you like it to be resolved? So this is a clear sort of expectation. So for them knowing how to approach it and how it can be resolved. So again, showing empathy and give them a chance depending on the situation and expressing to them, you know, outline what they need to do better and how they can show their full potential as well as reinforce that positive work atmosphere and using honest communication. Another great thing to do is create yearly or monthly quarterly reviews for your team and this gives them an an incentive to really strive and take action so it can really sort of motivate them to perform as optimally as possible and again having some rewards is great but you don't need to be always giving bonuses or gifts as a thank you for them doing their job but you know if someone is going above and beyond I definitely think it's a fantastic way to keep people motivated and lastly it is super important to keep communication open and streamlined within your business so have a teacher or team Facebook group where you might have you know weekly live videos or little check-ins or perhaps even an end of year brunch or with your team as a celebration so when you are on honest with your staff and your team they are more likely to be honest with you and take action and you're more likely to hold on to really valuable team members for years and years to come so again first you must build the trust the empathy and show you notice their efforts and be clear with expectations and it's important for us as leaders to motivate our team have them feel valued and show that we see their full potential Sometimes others need a little push as well as some positive affirmations to really like let their confidence soar. And this give and take really helps one another to create not only a thriving team, but a thriving community, which is what we want at the end of the day. So I hope you found these tips really beneficial and you can start implementing some of them with your working relationships with your team today. So again, if you have any questions, feel free to head over to our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash business of dance to ask any questions. And remember to stay tuned for next week's episode, which will be live at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on the Facebook page. And I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. And I will speak with you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, 
please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.